0: Hey there, guys. This is Chris from Tips for Lawyers, and welcome to episode 18 of the Tips for Lawyers podcast. If you do happen to follow along with the podcast and you're wondering why there's been a bit of a break, well, that's because I've been on holidays. So uh, I'm back now. I'm keen to get back into a few things. I've got a nice list of topics for the upcoming podcasts. And today I wanted to introduce you to a couple of resources that Tips for Lawyers has had available that you might not otherwise necessarily know about. And give you a bit of a flavor for what one of them in particular is like. So, it is called the Essentials course. Now, what's it about? It's about a fundamental grounding uh, because what happens is we go through law school and we learn about all these different categories of things. You know, we learn about taxation law if we're unlucky, at least, um, we learn about uh, criminal law, we learn about constitutional law, we learn about torts or personal injuries or process or criminal procedure or civil procedure. And as a consequence, we get a lot of uh, extraneous material because at the end of the day in our practice, we won't necessarily use everything we learned. A lot of it is fundamental, so it's good to know it, but we won't use everything we learned. And so it is with legal skills as well. Now, if you've been listening for more than zero episodes or you've read the uh, Tips for Lawyers articles that I put on the website, then you all know that what Tips for Lawyers is about is legal skills. Not so much about the black letter law, but skills follow a very similar pattern. And I designed the Essentials course just to have a free course to take young lawyers back to the essentials, the grounding, the fundamental fillers, uh, pillars of legal practice. And what I'm going to play for you today just after this introduction is in fact the Essentials course overview. So you can find the entire Essentials course at tipsforlawyers.com essentials. That'll tell you a bit more about the course. But today we're just going to listen to the overview and it's going to give you an idea of what I see really as the four key factors in any sort of legal practice from a legal skills perspective. And if you find it useful, and I hope you do, and you haven't already taken the Essentials course, then I really encourage you to sign up for it. Like I said, it's free, so uh, nothing there uh, from in terms of my pocket, um, but you can sign up for it at tipsforlawyers.com essentials. And really, the course uh, is comprised of two major components – Uh, it's comprised of webinars. Uh, So I have in fact done slides for all these. You're just listening to the audio today because this is a podcast but if you do sign up for the course then there are slides as well and so you can watch it in a sort of webinar slide format or you can just listen to the audio. So I know a lot of people prefer to listen just to the audio these days. Uh, The uh, course materials themselves are not designed uh, to be consumed entirely with the slides. The slides just help as a learning aid for those people who like to learn visually in that way. Uh, so that's one major thing. There are six webinars. Uh, they go for varying lengths of time depending on the topic of the day, but they're designed to take you through these fundamental elements that you're going to hear about in a moment. The next major component is uh, the 8 ebooks. That are available as well. So, when you sign up for the Essentials course, you also get access to the Essentials library at the Tips for Lawyers website. And what that will do is give you access to eight free ebooks. Now, some of these you may have seen some of the material before, they're comprised mostly of blog articles, not exclusively of blog articles, but what I've done is put together topical articles on particular uh, fundamental aspects of legal practice, and I've put them in a format that you can read them at your leisure, you can download them whenever you want, and hopefully they offer there a bit of a more organized resource so you don't have to go clicking through various articles on the website. And if you are a recent uh, listener or recent reader of Tips for Lawyers, then I'd really encourage you to check out that because it uh, will give you an idea of what's come in the past. It's very hard for me uh, to share a sort of more than 125, 130 articles. I think now, uh, and things get dated. And these eBooks are a great way of having access to that material without having to go digging through the old uh, 24, 25 pages of blog posts that are on there. So um, that is the Essentials course. Now, what it also comes with, and you have to confirm your email address if you want this uh, when you sign up, but Uh, it comes with as well an email course. Now what that does, I know you don't necessarily have time to sit down and go through everything yourself and find the relevant articles yourself and uh, so what I did is I actually designed an email course spaced out at various intervals to take you through the video or audio to point you in the direction of some of the relevant ebooks but also point you in the direction of some of the articles that are already on Tips for Lawyers that are going to help you out. So that's what the Essentials course is. If you haven't seen it before, check it out at tipsforlawyers.com slash essentials. Now, if you have taken the Essentials course, or if you do take it and you enjoy some of the material and you enjoy that online style of learning some of these legal skills and you want to take it further, then the other thing I wanted to mention today uh, is you registering interest for the Young Lawyers Academy. Now, the Young Lawyers Academy is a recent recent initiative. I have not completed it yet. Uh, what I wanted to do was gauge interest because I don't want to put a huge amount of effort in if people don't want to uh, take it up. So if you are interested in this kind of thing and you have a look at the Essentials Library and you think you might want to participate in something a little more um, a little more advanced, then really the Young Lawyers Academy is going to be a resource that follows on from the Essentials Library. So, you can have a little bit of a read about that and put your details down. It's not uh, signing you up for anything other than for notification. So, uh, if you go to tipsforlawyers.com slash academy, that will take you to an information page and if you have a look there, you see what's involved, you can put your name and email address down and then you can find out when the academy actually opens its doors. Obviously, there's some preparation to do, uh, there's some things to find out about, but You can there put down your name to make sure you get notified next time the Academy opens its doors. Now, if you happen to be listening to this at some stage in the future and the Academy exists, uh, you will automatically either get taken to a page where I tell you when the next registration period is going to be and you can still register your name there for notification or you can, um, in fact, register. So, I'll auto-redirect it depending on what time of year it is. It's not going to be open all the time so if you don't put your name down on the academy registration there's a chance you're going to miss out because I'm not going to open it uh, to an infinite number of people I'm only going to keep it pretty tight I'm going to keep it limited to the people who show the most interest and who get in the fastest uh, because they're the ones who are going to get the most out of the course so if it's something you might be interested in check it out at tipsforlawyers.com slash academy and that will give you an idea I hope of what there is to come but without further ado uh, shortly after I start speaking now, there's going to be the overview from the Essentials Library. If you enjoy it, go to tipsforlawyers.com slash essentials. You can also find all those links I've discussed in the show notes. So if you go to tipsforlawyers.com slash podcast slash 18, this is episode 18, so that's where you'll find it, or just click, click on the podcast link. They're pretty easy to find at any page on the website, and the show notes will have all of these links in it too. I hope you enjoy Uh, this introduction. I'll be back shortly uh, just to close things off at the end. Thanks very much. Hey there and welcome to the first Essentials webinar. Okay, I'm calling it a webinar. You might be listening to it just uh, the audio. You might be watching it uh, much later than the time I'm recording it. But I'm going to go with webinar because that's the easiest thing to say that captures most of what we're trying to do. And as you probably know by now, this is Chris it's Chris Hargraves from tipsforlawyers.com, and you're getting this because you have decided to register for the Essentials Library. By now, hopefully, you've explored a little bit of the library. There are, as I record this, eight ebooks. I'm hoping to add more. I can call them ebooks or guides, it doesn't really matter. Each of them is designed to provide you with some useful practical information on a particular niche within legal practice. So you'll find that there's a raft of books and information available in there. They are generally comprised of information that I've put previously on tipsforlawyers.com, but I recognise that it can be a bit of a burden trying to hunt down old information. Uh, The posts remain just as relevant as they were at the time, otherwise I wouldn't leave them up. And they can provide you with a ready resource on a particular area. But on to the Essentials webinar course. Today is really the overview It's designed to give you an understanding generally of what the Essentials course is about and what, in my view, are really the four primary pillars or cornerstone elements of legal practice. And I'm not going to get into a huge amount of detail today in relation to those. I'm just going to give you a quick overview, a summary of what they are and where they fit together, and hopefully start you thinking about some of the ways in which you can be developing your particular skills in those essential areas of legal practice as the series goes on and as the balance of the webinars become available to you you'll be able to focus a little bit more on each area and then towards the end we're going to start putting it together we're going to see how each of the things that we've looked at can fit together to develop into an effective practice and a more effective legal practitioner so without further ado Let's take a look at the four pillars of legal practice. If you read any of the material, this isn't exactly a big unveiling or anything. You already know what I think they are. And I think the four pillars of legal practice are these. Marketing and networking. Organizational and business skills, or acumen. Personal, professional growth. And communication skills. So to me, those are really the primary elements of legal practice. I've called them the four pillars because really the metaphor I'm trying to use is the idea of building a professional practice, building your skills as a lawyer, building up your career into one where you can be confident, where you can understand where the value of your activities is going to lie, where you can make good decisions about what you should be focusing on day to day. And that's what Hopefully this course will start you thinking about. I'm not going to pretend that in 6 short webinars I can give you all of the information you need to go off and be the world's greatest lawyer. I think that would be silly and I think you'd know I was lying. But hopefully what I can do is I can give you a foundation. In this cornerstone content, I can give you an idea of what you can be working on. And over time I'm going to release more avenues and opportunities for people to develop in these areas. So do keep an eye out for those. But For today, let's have a look at these four pillars and where they fit together and what they are, what I'm talking about when I refer to each of them. Before we get into the four pillars themselves though, let's just think, there is in fact something missing. I'm not going to tell you what it is just now, I'm going to come back to it later, but there's a pretty critical element of legal practice missing. I wonder if you spotted what it was. If you've been working in the law for a while, you might have had an opportunity, but Bear in mind, there is a question mark, and there's a reason I've left a question mark there. Some people would include it in the essential elements. I've decided not to, and I'll tell you why towards the end. So let's now take a look at marketing and networking. Some people call it rainmaking. Sounds a little bit more sexy to call it rainmaking, but really what it is is marketing and networking. So it's developing relationships with other people, potentially with other organizations, but really you can't have a relationship with an organization. You can just have a relationship with a number of people within an organization so that over time it starts to feel like there is a relationship with the entire organization. And the idea here is to make good relationships that result in referrals, they result in inquiries, they result in work, and ultimately, of course, they result in money. In a professional services firm, the rainmaker or the rainmakers are regarded as highly valued people within the firm. They're the people who keep the firm going because they're the people through whom the clients come. And without that, of course, there's no revenue. So without the rainmakers bringing in the work... Where's the work going to come from? You need people who are experts at developing relationships, at building relationships, at expanding networks, because that's where the work ultimately comes from in professional services. So that's why marketing and networking is a cornerstone, in my view, of the skills of legal practice. And as a young lawyer, you can develop those skills. I know it's easy for young lawyers to sort of put them to one side. But what you find, and unfortunately what I did and later regretted, was that you wait just that little bit too long before really getting into it and starting to develop develop relationships around the place. So I would encourage you, and we will have a look at some particular avenues we can do in in the webinar on marketing and networking, but I would encourage you to start thinking about it now. Don't put it off as the purview of the senior lawyer. There are things you can be doing now and you should be looking at doing things now because they'll be to your benefit in the longer term. Organizational and business acumen, what am I talking about? I'm talking about your ability to understand how law firms make money. Now, that sounds a little draconian, but that, of course, is where your wages are coming from. So, you need to understand where the money comes from, how the firms make it, how do firms succeed, why do some law firms succeed and other law firms fail. It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because they all seem on the surface to be doing the same thing, and yet, quite obviously, A lot of law firms shut their doors without making any money. So what are the distinguishing features between a successful law firm and an unsuccessful law firm? It's not all just about having gigantic clients who pay a small fortune, although obviously that helps, but there's been plenty of law firms with an excellent client base who have gone under, declared bankruptcy, or the partners aren't making any money. So there are other factors that come into play to help a law firm succeed, and make enough money so that it can continue to grow and it can continue to pay your wages. Communication skills. Obviously, they come in for lawyers as two major areas, and that is written communication and spoken communication. Here, obviously, I'm engaging in a bit of both. If you're watching the video, then you're having a look at my written communication, such as it is. You're actually seeing a picture of a telephone right now, so I didn't write very much to get that, but... You also have, obviously, ample opportunity for spoken communication. The prevalence of email is starting to really focus more heavily on written communication because in the not-too-distant past, what would have been a phone call is now turning into a short email. And some clients prefer that, some clients don't, but we can get into that a bit later. But really... Your job as a lawyer is heavily dependent on your ability to communicate a message because there is an abundance of different audiences out there to whom you need to communicate and you need to understand how best to get your message across to each of them. Because if you can't explain something properly, then the recipient won't get it. And if they don't get it, then you haven't done your job because your job is an advisor or a persuader or a communicator or a negotiator. All of these things require you to get your message across effectively and properly. So if you can't do those things, you will not succeed in legal practice. Personal professional growth. I struggled with the description of that one. Uh, The description actually came from my wife, so you can thank her for it. But I'm trying to get away from sounding like a self-help book. But at the end of the day, we do need to invest in improving our personal skills Where this doesn't fit into any other categories is these are strategies that aren't necessarily specific to legal practice, but are used in business and used by successful people around the world. So I'm talking about things like productivity. How can you do more in less time? Obviously, that's going to be beneficial for you in your legal career and beneficial for your clients. Working efficiently, being able to focus on a particular task. How can you have more energy through the day? How can you avoid procrastination and get into tasks more readily and more quickly? These are the kinds of things that I'm talking about when we're talking about personal professional growth, and they're the kinds of things that are going to help distinguish you from the mediocre lawyer and turn you into a lawyer that's actually an effective practitioner who delivers stuff on time, who delivers things well, who delivers things efficiently, and who understands that they need to be investing in a systematic, constant improvement of their own abilities if they're going to grow as a lawyer. So that's why I think personal professional growth is a cornerstone of legal practice. The people who don't see themselves as requiring improvement in their day-to-day lives are the people who end up stagnating and they ultimately fall behind because they're not in a constant state of flux. I'm not talking about change for the sake of change. I'm talking about recognizing where things can be improved, developing a strategy to improve them, and implementing the strategy to improve those things. That's what personal professional growth is about. It's being realistic with yourself and being able to identify and remedy things that you could do better. So those are the four elements that we're going to get into over the next few weeks of this webinar series. But what's the missing ingredient I'm not sure if you've noticed it, we've spoken about skills, we've spoken about communication, we've talked about money, we've talked about marketing, but what's the point of it all? The point of it all, of course, is the client. So why didn't I include the client as one of the four essential skill sets? Client service, I might have called it, or something like that, but the reason I didn't do this is at the end of the day, the other four... Cornerstone elements of legal practice are really directed towards the client. So, the client isn't something you do, the client isn't something you learn. Rather, these other things are things that you put into practice and develop and become effective at in order to serve your client better. Marketing and networking is about developing client relationships, it's about understanding people. Organizational and business acumen is about utilizing the resources paid to you by the client most efficiently and effectively it's about teamwork to ensure that you're serving the client well because inter-office politics can get in the way of client service just as much as anything else and is really an element of organizational skills personal professional growth is what allows you to deliver work to a client effectively it's what allows you to help yourself serve your client better by doing things more efficiently by returning calls faster by turning work around more quickly And ultimately delivering a better product to the client for a greater investment of their money where they can appreciate the value that they're getting out of you personally. And communication skills should be a bit of a no-brainer really. The better you can communicate with your client, the more you understand them, the more you can communicate with them will ultimately make them happier will make them feel better served by you as a lawyer, and will allow you to deliver a better product to them because you understand them better as a better communicator. So client service I don't think is necessarily an independent element. Certainly there are some aspects of legal practice that we'll focus on which specifically relate to the client, but at the end of the day everything relates to the client because without the client there is no lawyer. You need someone to be a lawyer for in order to be a lawyer. So the other skills point towards the client. And I think that's really the take home for you today, which is as you're thinking about your legal career and your legal practice and your legal skills, you should always be thinking about them from the point of view of your client. Is what you are doing going to help you serve your client better? If it's not, you really need to give serious thought to whether it's something you should be doing or not. So with that in mind, have a little bit of think about what's next for you. I've run through the four cornerstone elements and I've given you the point which is the client. So what's next? What area do you think you can use to improve on the most? Why not leave a comment at the bottom of the page? The only people here are people like you. You can be honest. You can say what elements you want to improve on the most. You can raise an issue. Ask a question. Raise something that you'd like me to deal with in a subsequent webinar or a subsequent article that I can make available to you because now is the time where you can start to think hang on if these are the elements of legal practice I reckon I'm okay at A and B but what about C and D I don't really get them I don't really understand what he's talking about how are they going to help me serve clients better so have a bit of a think about what next let me know in the comments what you think you're going to be doing how you think you should be working on your legal practice and we'll go from there And I look forward to hearing your comments and I'll see you in the next series. Okay, so that was the overview for the Essentials course uh, or the Essentials library. That was the first webinar out of six that are available in that library. I hope you check it out. Go to tipsforlawyers.com slash essentials and I'll see you next time.